Welcome to Plant-Based FM, a podcast about fitness, mindset, food, and muscle, with your host, Plant-Based Fit Mum, Natasha. Welcome to Plant-Based FM and your host, Natasha Evans. I'm coming here with another episode, and this one is about being plant-based. And one of the biggest questions that always comes up for people transitioning to either including more plants and vegetables, fruits um, into their diet, or someone literally going whole hog and wanting to go plant-based vegan, is where do we get our protein from? and how we, you know, invariably people struggle to get that protein. Um, it isn't as difficult as it actually seems. Uh, and, and depending on obviously your fitness goal to how much protein your body actually requires. But generally, if you're eating a balanced, healthy diet, you are getting protein. And, and even if this is being plant-based, you will be getting sufficient protein for your needs. If you are then obviously looking to build more muscle and you're training more frequently, then yes, absolutely, you are looking to increase the amount of protein that you want. Um, and obviously, it depends. There's there's that caveat is always there. So it's 1.6 uh, grams up to 2.2 per kg of, of body weight that you could be looking to ingest on a daily basis. And it could even move up to three uh, grams there. Um, so it's really important to know what your goal is, to know how much protein you actually need. Um, because in essence, obviously, you've got the other macronutrients to factor in as well and if you want to have a lot of energy you you're going to want to have obviously uh, carbohydrates in there but being plant-based typically the protein is tied a lot to carbs um, so it's just important to know where you're at and what you actually want to achieve to, to know how much protein you should have um, what protein should you have well obviously um, there's a lot out there with regards to you know, the word protein being bandied on lots of products in the supermarket. Um, do your due diligence and actually look at the ingredients because you may be surprised when something has something slapped on it as high protein, you know, it's not. Um, so ideally you're looking to get around 30 to 40 grams of protein per meal. And this just enables the body to uh, metabolize that protein um, and work alongside um, obviously the body's processes of muscle protein synthesis um, especially if you're looking to gain or maintain muscle um, after training and supporting that and that sort of goes up like a wave crescendo and back down so you want to be hitting that protein to sort of hit with the wave um, when you eat um so as soon as you eat anything obviously your body's gonna uh, secrete insulin um and obviously with that protein again you're trying to sort of match that in um so you get the best bang for your buck but if you're eating you know copious amounts of protein so it's like like 60 grams in a meal one probably you're going to find that quite difficult to stomach two you're probably going to feel really uncomfortable and three you're, there's only so much your body can absorb so the rest obviously is not going to get metabolized um, and therefore protein invariably um, if it's plant-based obviously certain things that you're you're having is going to be uh, more expensive so it's you're going to be wasting your money but 
digestion is a big part of um, how much your protein, you know, how much protein your body um, absorbs. So we can eat so much doesn't necessarily mean that our body is absorbing that much. And, and that, you know, comes down to that digestive process. So given our bodies the best um, chance to do that sometimes is making um, those food choices support that. So there was like the, the caveat of, of, of protein uh, from plant based of what did you need to eat when? But as long as you're getting a good mixture of uh, protein from various sources throughout your day, you should, you know, not have an issue with um, supporting that goal that you're wanting to hit. So some of the things that um, from a whole food plant based uh, perspective and you know, whole food is, is best. Uh, that's, uh, you know, it makes no bones to, to eat proper good food. And thereafter, supplements are called supplements for that very reason, because they supplement your diet already. So I am plant based and I'm not going to lie to say that I do supplement regularly with protein shakes. But I'm sure that anyone in the fitness industry, whether they're plant based or not, will supplement with protein powders as well so that is is a go-to because it's the most refined obviously as in a powder so it's the most easiest for your body to digest and if it's easy for your body to digest it's going to get the most out of it um so i do uh have a protein powder in my oats um for my breakfast um not only does it make me feel fuller for longer but i get a good whack of protein along with my oats and i, I add different fruits with that and different fats um, depending on what i'm having that day um, and then that makes me sort of hit that protein target of around 30 grams so depending on how many meals you want to have a day you would decide obviously and then divide your protein or what you think your protein should be you can use my fitness power to figure that out um, you'd split that equally among those meals so when i say i eat five meals it's not five big meals it's like three meals of breakfast lunch dinner and two snacks but i'm making sure that my snacks are still going to hit 30 grams of protein and that's invariably where that protein sheet comes in because that's going to do it for me nice and easily easy to digest um, and sometimes it's quick and convenient but of the whole foods um now there's a debate with soy products um out there about affecting estrogen and um you know i'm not even going to go down that one and open that can of i'm not going to say worms but <laughs> soy um and whether it's processed and healthy but I think you just got to look at the data. Um, you got to do your own research and look at um, other uh, societies um, and, and how, you know, they fare. So in Japan, obviously, uh, they heavily uh, have soy in their diets and they don't tip actually have a word for menopause, interestingly, over there. Um, so that goes to show you, uh, you know, how their diets are different and to how I think it does impact them for a lot of the symptoms that we get um, when we hit to that menopausal age. So because obviously there's a drop in estrogen and, and this is the, the, you know, that debate about estrogen and soy products. But soy products, um, it comes from obviously the soybeans. Um, so they are your highest. Um, they will get uh, made into um, soy or tempeh um, and, you know, and, and soy milk. 
But interestingly, obviously, the, the soy product intact is going to be your highest source, whereas like soy, soy milk is going to be, you know, incredibly low, but it's still going to have some content in there. Um, edamame beans, obviously, um, again, really good whole whole food there. And they are, you know, part of that family. Um, so you're going to absolutely hit your protein requirement if you're including those, as is you will with your beans, pulses, um, and peas. Um, so with regards to the protein, so there are different versions of protein that you can have, um, rice protein, soy protein, pea protein, and hemp protein. Um, and you'll see a lot more products coming into the supermarkets, like, you know, hemp, uh, seeds and hemp heart, um, and obviously pea products, um, I do really, really like uh, pea protein. For me, that is one that, um, even though I'm plant-based, sometimes you can miss the texture of meat. It doesn't mean you actually want to eat meat. Um, the reason why I chose to stop eating meat because it didn't actually really agree with me and I wasn't actually enjoying it. But it doesn't mean that I don't like the texture. And pea protein, I find, is a really good one that I personally prefer. I don't really like the texture of a, of a soy protein um, and those fake meats I don't find enjoyable. I think fake meats have a place um, for people that are transitioning and I think you know you've got to do what's right for you um, as to, to what you eat and support your, your diet. Um, there is no one perfect diet, it's the one that supports your goals and makes you feel good. Um, so hemp protein you can get that obviously as um, a powder um, do your research on that, but that one's pretty high. And I think there are more and more products and, and that they will be as we, we evolve. Um, I think it's just going to get easier and easier to be plant-based and typically vegan. Um, I, when I transitioned, um, it'd be three years, uh, this winter, I never would have counted myself as, as vegetarian because one, I don't actually eat cheese and haven't eaten cheese in over, uh, 15 years nearly 20 years um and i wasn't really enjoying dairy and things didn't agree with me but at the same time i wouldn't have ever classed myself as a vegan and and i often found it difficult going into restaurants because you know there was a, a standard menu or there was a vegetarian and typically restaurants would just make everything that was vegetarian smothered in cheese so i really was stuck so I was actually really pleased when um, veganism became more uh, public in restaurants, you know, of having more vegan options because then that fitted my diet that I could actually eat that food. But I still think there's a long way to go because a lot of the time these restaurants that put something vegan out there, it's very, very low in protein content. Um, and it's just invariably lots of fiber of carbohydrates, which leaves you feeling really, really hungry and they don't know what to put in there. So um, I think when you see like a pea protein in a meal, I think that's really good. Um, but there, you know, you do need a, a higher level of protein in there to feel satiated and have enjoyed your food but you can get them as i say in the beans so all of the beans whether that's chickpeas which is pretty much high up there um your your kidney beans your black beans again really high up there but any type of bean haricot bean balotti bean um you know butter beans all of the beans are a good source of protein 
but naturally they have the carbohydrates tied to them as well so that's why it can be harder if you're on a, a vegan or plant-based diet and you're trying to lose weight and you're trying to reduce the amount of carbohydrates um that it's 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 tougher i'm not going to lie it's tougher but you have to remember that those carbohydrates are serving you from an energy perspective and they are good carbs they're complex carbs so they are supporting you um from an energy perspective um obviously other than beans then there's lentils and lentils are a great substitute for meat so if you would normally have a spaghetti bolognese then then switching to lentils is a really good option lentil dal um, certainly when you can add in all the spices to make it more of a curry um, they are absolutely great and uh, and again i think the supermarkets are making it easier for people with lots more um don't get me wrong obviously cooking from fresh and soaking your lentils and cooking them like that is is best but we're all busy people so when they are uh, selling the the the, pa the packets and the pouches they are great um obviously they're not as good as the real thing in cooking it from scratch but they do serve a purpose and if they enable us to make that transition then i'm all for it the other one is obviously um going from those lentils is like your quinoa um which actually people think is a grain but um and, and buckwheat as well um they are really really good um higher in protein uh, buckwheat interestingly comes from rhubarb um, so it's not a grain um, and again they can just help you feel fuller for longer um, and feel like you've got sustenance on your plate so trying some different grains quinoa again they've got red and black and white quinoa um, and again more versions out in the shops and obviously in restaurants to help us support our protein goals but quinoa is a massive staple in my diet as is the tofu i'm not gonna lie um, and again i think it's getting used to experimenting on how you cook with these things um, i don't invariably cook with oil with tofu um, but i'm still experimenting um, i have uh, dry fried it i've got an air fryer um, but I've also eaten it out and, and had the most amazing tofu. So there are different, you know, different menus and recipes and things to, to try and um, experience. Uh, seitan is another really good protein source. Um, it's made up, um, not great, obviously, if you can't eat gluten. because It's made from uh, vital wheat gluten. Um, and it has a bit of a knack. It's, it's not a difficult recipe to make, but it. It is, there's a knack to cooking it to make sure that it doesn't end up like a rubber ball and inedible but it's very low fat so it's a really good option if you are trying to lose weight to to have satan in and, and the way that you can cook it you can cook it like it so that it would end up being like um, a burger or a steak or that you could cook it you can slice it like me or that you can cook it in strips so it would be like mimicking any of the meats that you particularly liked and and you absolutely can flavor it up with um, liquid aminos um, and and obviously uh, get the the spices that suits your palate um, and then another huge one that's in my diet is oats um, and they are so versatile so whether you eat them as um, oats porridge proats uh, whether you cook with them to make them into flapjacks um, or puddings or cakes um, they are an absolute winner um, because they're a complex carb that leaves you feeling fuller for longer releasing energy slowly 
um, until that next meal. And obviously they pack a punch of, of protein. You've got all of the protein milks, um, like obviously, as I said, pea is my favoured one um, and high up there from a protein point of view. But then obviously you've got soy milk as well. Um, almonds, yes, in their actual form um, are going to have a protein source, as are all of the nuts. But with regards to almond milk and, and cashew, then once made into a milk, it's going to the, the protein content is going to diminish somewhat. Um, obviously it's higher fat content, but all your nuts have protein in them, but you just got to eat them sparingly, especially if you're trying to lose weight. Um, walnuts, um, obviously there's so many benefits of having all of the different nuts in your diet, um, Brazil nuts as well, but you know, a little goes a long way. Then you go into the seeds. So all of the seeds are going to be really beneficial. So, um, flax seed, chia seeds, uh, hemp seeds, as we said, from hemp protein, um, your sunflower seeds, your pumpkin seeds, all of these are, again, uh, protein sources can be sprinkled into salads, sprinkled into smoothies and, and put into smoothie bowls um, and on your oats. Um, so they just jazz up any meal um, and they are definite go to that I add in my salads now. So they really, I think, give a nice little bit of a crunch and, and a different texture. And then obviously your your vegetables, they do have uh, protein in them. Um, so if you are eating a, a wide variety, try to eat in season um, what's locally produced um, and vary as much variety as you possibly can. So even down to say you eat apples every week, try to buy a different variety so that you're giving your digestive system and those gut bugs um, something to feed on. So. Uh, Dr. Gregor, I think, has the challenge of, of trying to eat, I think, like, is it even 30 different uh, fruits and vegetables in a day? Um, so variety definitely is the spice of life and avocados are, are, are up there in that protein hit. Um, they are a very good healthy fat as well, but obviously higher in calories because of that fat content. So even though avocado is healthy, if you are looking to drop weight, eating too much of that is not going to support your goals. And for a lot of people, avocado can cause a digestional discomfort. Um, same for me, I can't eat too much of that. I have to be really mindful, but it's ultimately mixing your proteins up. Um, I do, as I said, supplement with a protein powder. Um, I've got a, what's called a quad plant from the Protein Works that has uh, soy, rice, hemp and pea. And for me, I was, you know, really happy to finally find a protein powder that supported my goals, that tasted nice and that didn't taste gritty uh, and that was horribly thick. I've gone through so many that I've had to throw away. And then I just support uh, my meals with that protein because, as I say, I'll put it in my oats. Um, you can make mug cakes with uh, protein powder. You can make pancakes with them. Um, buckwheat pancakes is another great one. But, yeah, if you put in a scoop of protein in there, you can make sure that you're hitting your target um, per meal and then ultimately your target per day. But just mixing it up and experimenting, there's so many great um, websites out there supporting that are transitioning for people going into plant-based eating. Uh, Zestforever.com, uh, Stephanie Taylor, she has an amazing wealth of blog posts and recipes. So do check out her website. 
um, some really lovely um, examples of plant-based foods um, that will obviously not only you find enjoyable but you'll also um, you know be able to get that protein hit and uh, sensitive foodie uh, she she makes um, cakes would you believe it yes plant-based cakes um, and invariably obviously different uh, recipes that you have there are going to be ones that are higher in protein uh, especially if they're oat based so do check out those ladies uh, websites as well because um, it's all about um, sort of sharing that message and educating ourselves and learning more um and both of those ladies are you know positive advocates for for plant-based living um and just know that obviously being plant-based or vegan um you can be healthy or unhealthy so as the old adage goes um if it comes from a plant then it's not great but if it was made by a plant then that is um you you want to be looking to have as minimally processed so yes that i am contradicting myself with a protein powder but at the same time, I'm looking for um, the easiest digestions of what my body can absorb. So remember, not everything we eat is everything our body absorbs. So if you have got complex proteins in with carbohydrates, your body might not be able to uh, metabolize all of that. And a lot of that then is going to poop straight through um, and you know, you're not going to get the best of it. So you might think you're eating um, enough protein but you may not actually get be getting enough protein and I've done a couple of episodes uh, previously so if you were looking to lose weight then do uh, look back at the pre previous ones about are you actually eating in a deficit and uh, the scales aren't dropping there the other two episodes that I did um, and I, I actually um, was picked up on a point about another reason why the scales aren't dropping from the previous episode you may not have gone to the toilet. So um, on that episode, I should have included about weighing yourself um, after you've gone to the bathroom, um, but before you've uh, put anything in your mouth, whether that be water, coffee or food. So yeah, always weigh at the same time of day, ideally obviously in your birthday suit um, and then take those measurements. So keep the scales in the same place as well. Um, if there's any erroneous uh, entries on that, then do check that your scales are good or do try a different place to uh, put them on the floor and, and weigh there. But yeah, I should have added that in the previous episode. Um, so thank you for picking that up. Um, but I hope this episode has helped with regards to plant-based protein. I'm not going to lie, it is a little bit more challenging of looking to ensure that you get those um, levels of protein that you want. But it's, it's, it is easily doable for... Uh, you know, most people uh, without even realizing by eating a wide variety of fruits, vegetables, nuts and seeds, um, enjoying the process. But obviously, if you do want to elevate that a lot higher, then you may want to look to, you know, obviously supplement with a protein powder. Do your own research. Make sure you get one that is right for you because we're all individual and what one person will tolerate may not be the same for you. Um, and yeah even though broccoli is a superfood and again got protein in it, it may not work for you. So find what works for you. Give me some feedback. Let me know if there's anything. And oh, before I forget one other one, one other one. I mustn't forget this one. How could I forget this? Um, uh, nutritional yeast. I do uh, put that on everything. Um, if you don't like a cheesy uh, flavor, 
um, then it's not going to float your boat. Um, to me, I feel like it's I'm opening up a tub of fish food, um, but I do absolutely really like it. And I tend to put it in every savory meal I have. I cook with it um, and that's an easy win of protein um, that's not high in calories. And uh, going further on the tofu, silken tofu, which you can buy in a carton, uh, I often use that for my uh, tofu scramble as opposed to the firm tofu. Um, and silken tofu, again, is really good um, to get those protein levels up. But it's really good as well to mix with a protein powder and some frozen fruit to make a lovely smoothie bowl and then top with some more fruit. Um, and seeds and nuts um, to get a real lovely, colourful and nutritious um, breakfast. If Well, I, I eat any time of the day, so whether that's a breakfast or a dessert, <laughs> as you will. Um, but I hope that's helped. Um, do reach out if you have any questions um, or if uh, there's a protein that uh, you particularly use that I've missed, then do enlighten me because I'm always looking to learn and grow. Um, and... As always, if you have listened through iTunes, please head over there and leave a rating. And if you have the time, I'd be really grateful if you could write a short review of what you found useful in this episode or the podcast in general, because I have three series behind me. So do check that back. I have got lots of plant based experts in series two. So do scroll back and listen to their perspective um, um, because you will definitely uh, learn a thing or two from them and that will help support you on your journey. Until next time, stay safe. Mm -hmm.